I'm back again live from Ireland. So I have stayed in my fair share of castles, but tonight is the first time that I am staying in a palace. I am at the Cashel Palace and my Garden View Suite actually has a view of the Rock of Cashel on the top of the hill just behind um, the hotel. So just it's just wow, right? Um, I'm going to tell you more about this amazing property, but first I had a great question from Michael O'Connor, who very graciously let me use his entire name. So Michael, thank you so much for sending in this question. Michael asked, how do you tip for food and drink in Ireland? Is it similar to the continent? I remember generously tipping at a restaurant in Paris years ago, and the waiter just shook his head like my wife and I were a couple of rubes. <laughs> also, do you use cash for tips or credit card or not at all? So this is a really terrific question because tipping in Ireland and the rest of Europe just isn't the same as it is in the US, which to my way of thinking is a relief. <laughs> but that's not to say that tipping doesn't happen because it does. It's just not the expectation. So. It, it's it's a whole different system in Ireland. So let's talk about first your drinks. So when you order a drink from a bartender at the bar, a tip just it, it isn't expected. So if you pay in cash, you can leave the change, or if you buy a few drinks, you can drop a couple euro at the final round maybe. But it it just isn't expected that you lay out extra cash every time you're up at the bar. Now. If you have table service for drinks, which doesn't happen a lot, I'm just going to say most pubs, you will go to the bar to get your drinks, okay? So, but if you do have table service, just leave a few euro on the table when you leave in the evening because your table service, they're not going to be around, you know, every five minutes to check on you. It, it really is going to be a rare thing. So you can leave a few euro when you go. Now, if you are dining and it's, um, you know, obviously you have table service, you're not going up to the bar to order and you have somebody checking back on you. So this, again, in a lot of pubs, you go up to the bar to order and your food is delivered and then you go back up to the bar to pay. So that's, that's not table service, that's just food delivery. But if you are at a restaurant that has table service, meaning that you are seated and you are brought a menu and you are waited on, then a 10% gratuity is fine. Um, you, can, you can go more, but it really, again, gratuity isn't a, an expectation here. It's just a little bit of an added bonus. So you can go up, you know, like leave a 10% gratuity. Now what I am going to say is that that gratuity is going to most likely be split among all of the staff that assisted with your meal. So it will be, it will not only be going to the server, but it will be going to um, the person, maybe there was somebody else who delivered your food to you, uh, somebody who cleared your plates, somebody who brought you your bread maybe. So that, that tip is um, distributed between people. Now I do recommend tipping in cash because it is an immediate tip. Depending on the establishment, it can take a few days for credit cards tips to be um, 
figured and distributed. So I just cut through all of that and I tip in cash um, just to make it nice and easy and clean. So I hope that that answers your question. Again, gratuities are nice, but they are not an expectation in Ireland. So don't feel like you have to drop extra money everywhere you go. In fact, if you tip a cab driver, um, a lot of the time they're going to turn back and look at you and say, are you sure? So um, just really not the expectation it is in the U.S. So I hope that helped. Now I'm going to tell you a little bit about Cashel Palace. And it, already it feels like it's going to be inadequate because... There, I showed my husband, um, I put a video on Instagram. So if you're on Instagram or Facebook, go take a look at it. Um, my husband's exact words, according to my daughter, were, that's some kind of crazy. So <laughs> um, it is a phenomenal five-star experience. And it began from the moment I pulled into the parking lot. Um, I came over, I was actually at the Coolmore Stud, which is a thoroughbred breeding facility, um, best one in the world, apparently, uh, owned by the Magner family, which is the same, the same people that own Cashel Palace. And I pulled in from Coolmore Stud, backed in my parking spot, and before I was even fully parked, there was a beautifully um, suited man at my car, <laughs> uh, you know, bellman. I, I don't, I don't know the proper term here, I guess. But anyway, um, at my car, welcoming me, checking to uh, make sure that I had a reservation, helping me with my luggage all the way in. He delivered me to the reception desk, left me with reception, and he had gotten um, gotten the key, the extra key for my room, and had brought my bags up before I almost before I had even be, been welcomed by the reception desk. I mean, it was that smooth and that professional, just absolutely outstanding service from the moment you walk in. Um, as I was brought to my room, I was I was led to my room. I was hearing the history of the building. Um, Cashel Palace was built in 1732. It's a Palladian manor, and it was the home of the Church of Ireland Archbishop and was used for over 200 years by the Church of Ireland. So it has a long history um, kind of as a religious center in Cashel. It then became a hotel up until 2014 when it closed, and then it reopened in March of 2022 as a, uh, I don't know, re-restored, reimagined, re-energized, amazing property. Um, but anyway, I have a garden suite, and this is twice the size of my first apartment maybe it's it's everything they have thought of everything with this um, there's a, a free mini bar of tippery items so it has 
apple juice and lemonade and chocolate and crisps. Um, the, the bathroom is all white marble and absolutely gorgeous as a double vanity. It has a big, huge soaking tub, um, a, a gorgeous shower with a big rain shower head, just beautiful. I have a really comfortable sitting room, a massive bedroom, a small closet. It's, it's just, it's, it's absolutely stunning. It's all done in, in golds and creams and uh, it's just so comfortable. Um, the property itself is very historic. Uh, it has a, a residence bar and a sitting room and a library. There is the Guinness bar in the basement, and I'm hoping I can get somebody to share the story of that with me so I can share it on the podcast. But the basic root of that is that um, the very beginnings of Guinness started here in Cashel. Uh, one of the archbishops was the godfather of Benjamin Guinness, and uh, there's a whole story with that. Uh, there are a couple of restaurants here. I ate at Mikey Ryan's tonight, had some beautiful, beautiful scallops, and just, I mean, top-notch everything. It's like nothing has been missed in the entire design and execution and staffing of this accommodation. Now, this is some place that once you're here, you're not going to want to leave. I am here only for one night, and it just seems too short. Uh, tomorrow morning, I'm going to have a wonderful seaweed bath before I leave, and I'm really, really looking forward to that. The beautiful gardens out the back. I took a walk this evening before I had dinner, and it, it really is an absolutely stunning property. This is one of those places that, you know, I, I say there are places that, that you go to that you don't really go away from while you stay. And this feels to me kind of like one of those. Now, they're on property other than the spa. There isn't, there isn't really anything to keep you on property other than the, you know, just to experience it. Now that said, there is a private walk from Cashel Palace up to the Rock of Cashel um, for residents. There is a, a beautiful garden. Uh, there's the uh, residence bar. There's the Guinness bar. Um, so there's there's plenty to keep you satisfied on this property and just let you really enjoy the pampering and I don't know that just it's just exquisite that's the only thing I can say and and I like I said at the beginning no matter what I say it doesn't seem like it's enough this is something that um, it's going to be a splurge for a lot of people but I think it's a splurge that when you do it you'll you'll say to yourself that was worth every penny so um, I'm going to share some pictures on um, on the show notes but you'll have to definitely check out my Instagram and my Facebook uh, because like I said seaweed bath tomorrow morning and that should be just incredible 
So I want to thank you so much for listening. Now, I just answered the very last question that I have received. And, and uh, Michael, bless him, actually sent me another one. So if I don't get any more questions, I'm probably going to answer it. So save me from telling the story that answers the next question because it's, it's less of a travel question and more of a personal question. Um, so save me from that. Go ahead, send me your Ireland travel questions for me to answer here on the podcast. Email them to Jody, J-O-D-Y, at irelandfamilyvacations.com. Write podcast question in the subject line and be sure to let me know if I can use your name and how you would like me to share that when I, um, when I ask that, when I share your question. So thank you so much for listening to me ramble on again this evening. And until tomorrow, slangaful.